Getting a tasty breakfast sandwich with a quality cup of coffee, that's a morning victory. Getting it served quick and at a great price, that's like a morning victory with a parade and a marching band. Get a sausage McMuffin for $1 and add any size hot drip coffee for just a dollar more on McDonald's one two three dollar menu. Hot and tasty, fast and easy. That's breakfast at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to another epic edition of the Jerry Jones Show. Hosted by Jerry Jones, along with his sidekick, Kevin Anderson. Each and every episode is guaranteed to increase your profits and decrease your stress in dentistry. Welcome to the show. What if a dentist came to you and said, hey, Craig, I want to grow my my practice on a grand scale um, and, uh, you know, direct mail is the way I want to do it. Um, what sort of process and, and for that matter, any client that might come to you, what what's the process you take folks through? Is it a, do you take them through sort of a discovery process or what do you do with a new client and sort of take us through how that works in case? Because, you know, I'm I'm not right for everybody. And that's not why I'm doing the call. Sure. Is, but, you know, um, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And, you know, somebody might like your personality better than mine, which, you know, hey, or part to them. Um, so <laughs> take us through that process and, and uh, you know, how would that work? You know, it really is one of those discovery type calls, discovery day type situations where we're diagnosing and figuring out, okay, you know, what is it that you've done in the past that's worked and hasn't worked? In some cases, there's data to go off of and to look at. In other cases, there's not. Um, the other thing is one of the, the, the biggest keys, and it's something we've already talked about, but you've got to know who your best customers are because, or patients are. If you know who your best patients are, we can then go find more like them. There are over 100,000 mailing lists available, and we've just got to find the one that looks like your patient's. And so really the, one of the biggest keys is getting the list. And you mentioned this too. I mean, there's copy and offers and things that are proven out that, have used, that you've used over and over again. But if you don't get the list right, then none of it's going to work. So I really spend a lot of time diagnosing who is your customer and mm-hmm. then spending a lot of time researching lists to find that customer that matches it as close as possible. Um, once you have that, once you know who your customer is, then you can create the copy, um, which is, of course, going to be based around who it is you're going after. You're going to have that, that match of this copy is going to match with this age, income type of person that we're writing to. Once we have the copy, then we do the design and, and, and we get the mailing out the door. But the biggest key, I guess, takeaway from all that, from the discovery day, is really understanding who your customers are and, and how to go about reaching them. That's um that's a it sounds like such a basic question but you know um when I when I talked to I was talking to a doctor up in British Columbia um, earlier this week and um, he had called wanting to discuss implants and and um, generating more client more implant more implant patients and so I asked him I said well talk talk to me about who you're doing implants on now like what does a typical customer look like and if you had to make some generalizations and draw some biases what you know talk to me about those biases and um, what I found in the conversation was frustrating for both of us. He couldn't really identify uh, any, one, um, any one type of a person in a, that belonged to a particular demographic. In other words, it wasn't 50 plus. It wasn't men or, men or just women. 
It wasn't, it wasn't, it was, in other words, it was everybody that walked into his office, if they had a missing tooth or if they had an opportunity for him to talk to them about implants, they were an implant patient. They became an implant patient. And so the, at the end of the call, we, we both draw the conclusion that you just need more bodies coming through the door in this right. particular case. Now, in some offices, that's not how it works. I mean, some offices, it's going to be, you know, um, it is going to be 55 plus. Um, predominantly because that's all there are around the office. I mean, you know, maybe it's surrounded by a retirement community. Like one of my clients is in is in Arizona, and his 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 business his practice is built at the front gate, practically, of a retirement community. So everybody he deals with are over the age of sixty, and he hates kids, so it works out perfect. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, so in that case, you can really draw some biases and some stereotypes, if you will. But I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, if everybody that walks into the door, that, that in other words, they qualify to walk in the door, um, if you know, they may very well be an implant patient. So, um, you know, those are those are that's a challenge. But then again, you can always go back to the general the general idea is well, what 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 where do these people come from? You know, are you attracting them from a certain zip code, or are you attracting a certain affluent affluence level, or you know, those kinds of questions. So yeah, I mean that's. That's so critical to really know and understand who your primary customer is, where the money's coming from, where 80% of your profits are coming from, and really focus on that. Um, well, so let's get into some other stuff. Um, uh, no doubt, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you've, you've had some challenges uh, come your way, um, and no doubt some difficult ones. Um, how, how have you handled challenges that have come your way? Uh, you know, I mean, whether it's in, in business or, you know, business that gets mixed with personal or, you know, what are some ways you've handled challenges? <laughs> it seems like, Jerry, I work more. <laughs> when I've got something, it means I've got more. If i got a challenge, i got to spend more time at the office. And you and I were talking before the call, and you put in long days just like I do. And, and uh, so it seems like whenever something else comes up, I mean, I don't have a – I don't have a, a, a great solution for challenges. I just know that whenever I'm faced with something, I just take it head on, and I end up having to put a lot more time in to, to fix whatever the problem is. Uh, but I wish I had a, a great tip or te technique for that, but I, I really don't, other than I'm sitting in my chair in my office trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, that's really the, that's the end result for me. I, I um I've tried I've tried to develop some method to handling those kinds of things, but you know if you're in business any length of time, you're going to have challenges come your way, and there's just no way you can get around them. And um, you know, and at this point, I've actually I've actually learned to get better at at uh, compartmentalizing those kinds of things, and um, and literally setting a day a week to deal with problems. You know, if there's a problem, well, it's got to wait till Friday because I don't have time to help right now. <laughs> um, that's that's been an interesting strategy I've used, and it seems to work okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you're you got to handle it, you got to deal with it, you got to just take it head on and, and get it get it handled. So yeah, um, how have you handled growth? I mean, you your business is growing, and it's been growing like like weeds in Oregon here the last uh, couple. Of <laughs> uh, and I mean that I mean that like dandelions. <laughs> um, uh, uh, no, no nod there to the uh, recent uh, legalization here in Oregon. But um, anyway, uh, how how have you handled growth in your business? What and and what would you advise others about managing or controlling growth? Well, you know, for me, I think the the, the more growth I get, the more it it pushes me to develop systems. And then once I have more systems in place, it's to train others around me, and then to make sure we implement properly. Um, you know, one of uh, the blessings and curse to to the to my personality and, and probably yours too is that 
you want things done right and you want them done a specific way and it drives you crazy if they're not done the way you want them done. And so it's that attention to detail that makes us successful, but it's also the thing that makes, uh, that makes us, you know, struggle with, with finding the right, uh, the right people to fill the gaps. So my, my solution has just been really coming up with great systems, you know, having, having you know, everything detailed, taking the time to outline the new steps, pro, you know, step-by-step step or the new process step-by-step, step, coming up with a really clear and proven sequence, and then spending the time training to make sure that everyone's got it down right, and then making sure, then following up and making sure everyone implements the way it should be done. So for me in growth, it's those three things, systems, training, and implementing. Um, that's great advice because uh, that is pretty much what, I mean, if you were to uh, open up the, um, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber and E-Myth Revisited, that's pretty much the message. I mean, And that's probably where I got, the, got it from. <laughs> well, no, I think you get all the credit for it. Um, Michael stole it from you. Um, you know, there you uh, go. <laughs> uh, but, but you're right. I mean, it's a, it's a very pragmatic and, and sensible approach to, to, to growth. And, you know, I think even before a, a business starts growing, and I'm thinking of uh, some, some of my clients, dental office clients, um, I, last month I wrote an article about uh, the fact that there is a restaurant in New York that um, completely profiles all of their reservation clients before they show up for dinner. And they go online and they research them and they find out everything they can about their, their, their clients that have reservations for that evening. And they build their sales presentation for the evening around it. Now, this is a, this is a restaurant, okay? That's incredible. Um, they have a 97-page manual uh, for their wait staff. My question to my members was, how big is your manual for training your office staff? Mm-hmm. Um, the only person I heard from was one of my members that's a dental consultant in California. He's a very astute guy. He's been in business for 40 years. Um, smart as a whip, and uh, I just love him. Uh, they have Their, their manuals uh, combined are well over 2,000 pages for their clients. Wow. And I mean, dentistry is complicated. It's complex, and the patients are complex. The procedures are complex. Running the business itself is complex. And if you know, if you don't have training systems and manuals, um, you're kind of screwed. You know, you're setting yourself up uh, for limited growth and limited income. And um, and that's why I like you know, kind of understanding better. And I ask that question to everybody I interview is, you know, what do you do to handle growth in business? And yeah, I think you're right on the money. I mean, the first thing you got to do is develop some systems and then train on those systems and then implement and um, and then constantly look for ways to improve them, uh, you know, because everything changes. So That's right. Uh, That's right. I like that. Hey, Jerry Jones here. Thank you for joining me on this edition of the Jerry Jones Radio Show. You've reached the end of this segment, and in just a few days, we'll post the next or, in some cases, the final segment of this show. You can always listen in to the next segment or show by visiting jerryjonesdirect.com forward slash podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or find the show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jerry Jones. For more information about Jerry Jones Direct, go to jerryjonesdirect.com or give us a call, 503-339-6000. Our member ambassadors are standing by to assist you. And once again, thank you for listening to the Jerry Jones Radio Show. McDonald's chicken isn't just any chicken. It's chicken worth crossing the road for. It's tender, it's juicy, and now it's just $2. That's right. Now you can order six pieces of classic chicken McNuggets made with all white meat for just $2. And if you can't believe this amazing deal, add any size soft drink to your order for just a dollar more. Yep, your meal just got even better. Thanks to McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu. 
Price and participation may vary. A la carte only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. 